0: Hi, I'm Kelsey Sizer. I'm a senior editor at Light Reading, and you're listening to the Light Reading podcast. And we're at
1: Siena's Vectors event in Ottawa, and I'm joined by Helen Xenos, Senior Director, Optical Portfolio Marketing.
2: Oh, I'm Beth Hunter. I'm Director of ESG Communications and Social Impact at Siena.
0: Nice to have you both. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me. Um, So looking forward to talking to you both about um, sustainability. And I know Sienna recently um, updated your sustainability report. So maybe you can give us a preview looking out the next five, 10 years. What are some of uh, Sienna's big sustainability goals?
2: Yeah, from the environment side, we've got um, several goals in this space. So we've had for the last number of years, a carbon neutral goal to be carbon neutral across our scope one and two emissions, as well as certain scope three emissions. So scope one is your fuel, scope two is the energy you produce or that you use off the grid, And scope three is what's in your value chain. So um, we've had a goal to be carbon neutral again for scope one, scope two, and certain scope three emissions by 2024. We're well on our way towards that goal. Part of the way we're doing that is we also have a goal to be 100% using 100% renewable energy in our facilities, also by 2024. So we're well on our way to that. Some of that is off the grid in our some of our offices from. Um, So utility source renewables from uh, our offices in London, Belfast, San Jose, uh, Hanover, and Sydney. We also have a solar PV plant in our Gurgon offices. So part of those offices are powered by that solar PV plant, and then we also use renewable energy credits to get us towards that 100 percent renewable energy. And then we also have goals to reduce our packaging um, and to make more sustainable packaging. So we now have a goal to have 70% of our packaging by weight used with post-consumer recycled packaging by 2025, as well as to have 100% all of that packaging be fully recyclable. So we're eliminating any foam or any other materials within that packaging that are
0: non-recyclable. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I know. I mean, I I, I guess,
2: (laughs) I guess I can add to that too, that, um, you know, we are also embarking on the next stage of our journey. So that's what we have out there now, but we've also set science-based targets. And those have been submitted to the science based target initiative for validation. So again, that's aligning to the Paris Agreement's goal of keeping global warming to one and a half to two uh, degrees Celsius from pre industrial levels. Mm -hmm. So we have submitted uh, targets for scope one and scope two, as well as a separate target for scope three to the SBTI for validation. So we hope to um, be able to go public with that sometime Mm -hmm. this summer.
0: Yeah, and uh, maybe you can talk a little bit as well why sustainability is important to um, Sienna as well as your customers. What they're kind of demanding from you in terms of uh, sustainability? I know you you kind of covered the gamut on, <laughs> from energy to packaging, and um, but you know, looking at its core, why why is it important for Sienna to focus on that?
1: It's very important. Um, for Siena to be supporting our customers with their sustainability goals for several reasons. Uh, First, at the heart of what we do, we help them to build networks that can scale to meet their end customer demand, um, using, you know, carrying more capacity uh, with less, always with less, with less equipment, less power, less space, less cost, so do more with less type of thing. Uh, They've also seen energy consumption costs Costs skyrocket in the last few years, so um, it's becoming very serious for them to take uh, tangible steps to be able to um, increase power and space efficiency with any of the of the new equipment that they deploy. Uh, so this is, you know, another key factor that's driving our investment direction and you know the the solutions that we offer to our customers
2: yeah, and I'd say that um, many of the customers that both Helen and I have talked to at our vectors event have they've all they're all setting goals, really ambitious goals, science-based targets or net um, net zero goals. And a part of doing that is you know, making their networks more sustainable. So being able to meet the demands of their customers uh, with more capacity while also driving down the energy space waste. Materials, like yeah. Helen said. So, um, and I also think the the telecommunications sector is one of the more ambitious sectors in terms of sustainability. They're they're really been leading in that area. Um, you know, about ninety percent. A, a recent study that I read from KPMG said that of uh, the top two hundred fifty global uh, sort of TMT sector, the telecom, media, and technology sector, um, about ninety percent uh, both. A report on their emissions, but also have climate change goals. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to the sector.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and Helen, you were kind of giving me a tour of the lab and showing me some of the features of WaveLogic 6 modem. Uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the um, sustainability measures there? You know, we talked about the the 3-nanometer chip and how that's more energy efficient and also liquid cooling. So maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about some of those uh, features.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, at the heart of how we can help our customers uh, meet their sustainability goals is investing in industry-leading innovation. And that's our passion. That's what we know how to do and uh, what we've done many times over. So now we're at our sixth generation of of WaveLogic technology. And one more time, we are investing in state-of-the-art CMOS, and that is three nanometer CMOS, Will be first to deliver coherent optical solution with WaveLogic Six, 1.6 terabit per second wavelength, uh, using the three nanometer CMOS next year. Similar to how with WaveLogic Five we were first to to deliver product at seven nanometer. Um, when you use like the 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 state of the art, like I said, technology like three nanometer, it gives you. Um, power reduction versus the previous technology. We're able to put more functions uh, in less space. And at the end of the day, what now this is now gonna enable for our customers with WaveLogic 6 Extreme is the ability to offer double the capacity for every wavelength that they deploy and still fit within the same hardware and thermal envelope that is supported in their existing infrastructure today and their existing products today. So in any empty slot that they have in their network and their existing products, both Wave Server and 6500, they just, instead of, you know, uh, Wave Logic 5, they can put in Wave Logic 6, get double the capacity um, and don't have to make any changes from the network from a powering perspective or anything like that. So it really allows us to meet those um Aggressive cost, power, space reduction targets that our customers are looking for to be able to adopt and deploy new technology into their network, which always is a lot of a lot of effort, you know, to 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 adopt new technology, to uh, upgrade the network, to do the integration with their back office and all that. So that's always you know in the back of our minds when we deliver a solution that it needs to provide. Uh, meaningful impact to the customers from a benefits perspective and also be easy to deploy and manage.
0: And there's also the option, right, to update um, WaveLogic 6 in the future, you know, with the, I think it's a lack of a, a backplane uh, so that you can add the liquid cooling
1: if that's something that you're, you're interested in. Did I get that right? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so um, liquid cooling is is a very interesting area. Uh, so today, in data centers, liquid cooling is used for servers, but it's not yet used for optical transport equipment. So this is really a new area, er, area that we're exploring, that we're discussing with our customers. We have some prototypes uh, here in the lab that uh, we, we we showed you that are examples of how we could use liquid cooling in different ways um, with products, and that will allow uh, equipment to be deployed, more equipment to be deployed in, in data centers because you need less uh, cooling in in general for the equipment, and also allows uh, our customers to reduce their cooling costs, and also um, there's reduced acoustic noise. Um, so it's we're more. This is more of an exploratory area for us right now. We're having great conversations with customers and trying to determine you know, what, what the final product is going to look like in the future. And the cooling could be on board, coming from the front of the product. It could be from the back, like you mentioned, uh, where we replace uh, maybe some fans from the back and have the, the cooling come in from the back. So there's all these different options that we're looking at now. Um, so it's, a, it's, it's an exciting time. There's innovation happening in a lot of different areas both from a coherent optics perspective as well as from a um, uh, thermal management perspective. And IP optical convergence is actually another key area that will help our customers from a sustainability perspective because now you're integrating both the coherent optics and uh, into the router itself and so there's less equipment, less number of platforms uh, to manage. So, and also less space and less power. Did you want to add to to that, Ben? Yeah. Well,
2: I think what Helen was saying just on our you know, sort of philosophy around the design, you know, it extends across uh, all areas of our portfolios, not just optical, in terms of. routing and switching from what the capacity that we could drive say 10 years ago with 8700 to what's available now to 8190. I think it's about a 70% reduction in power in in a much uh, smaller rack space. Mm -hmm. And also that 8700 was delivering about two to six terabits of capacity. And now it's with 8190. Correct me if I'm wrong, Helen, it's about 14 terabits, I believe. Um, Yeah, so it's, um, again, extending across various portfolios, not just in the optical space, but across everything we're doing.
0: Yeah, great. And just to wrap up, is there any other highlights from the Vectors event that you wanted to share, especially on the sustainability piece, anything that you've been discussing with your customers that they're excited about in terms of, um, you know, more energy efficient products or uh, just anything you wanted to highlight from this week?
1: There is a lot of innovation happening in different areas, uh, things, areas that you wouldn't think about. So I'll just touch on a few of them. Um, how we can use software and automation, intelligent apps as an example, to um, optimize the network, to um, do spectrum defragmentation so that we can open up end to end uh, spectrum to make that available so people can deploy more capacity on the existing network that they have instead of having to deploy new equipment. So we can use software to figure out how you can optimize the network that you already have and get more, be able to deploy more capacity on it. So that's one area. Another area is, you know, there's several services offerings that we have where, You know, we can um, do an audit on on networks. Um, We can do, you know, the network transformation uh, to replace old legacy equipment with with new equipment or even equipment reclamation service is is something that we offer. So there's multiple different areas. So you can see it beyond even just optical and uh, routing and switching. So it goes across kind of all areas that we work in today.
0: And you mentioned reclamation is engaging in the circular economy using refurbished equipment. Is that a priority for Sienna?
2: Yeah, we're hearing about that here at Vectors as well as for us. We have new services that include um, our recruitment refurbishment services. So our our teams can bring your equipment back uh, so you can deploy it again. And again, reducing the waste in your network and using what you already have, as well as when something is at the end of life, we can take it back, recycle it. Um, ensure that it stays out of landfill. So this is also a top priority for many of our customers. Yeah,
0: that's great. Well, thank you so much for um, going over this with me and look forward to hearing uh, future updates about sustainability from Sienna.
1: Thank you. Thank you.